just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Oh, welcome back to the proper true yarn podcast, the show which we extract the best and the wildest yarns uh, from the best people around the world, and uh, I can only say that the bloke sitting beside me is one of the best cunts in the world I know. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we've been through a whole lot in our life. and um, Fucking heaps. As we've just alleviated before on episode one, mm. a few yarns within the industry of the funeral industry, bros. You've been in the long industry a long time, mate. Yeah. Um, I, I still remember, and I'm not even going to say the person's name, you told me very early days when I was in the funeral industry, uh, learning off you and learning off your family, you're like, please don't. So everything we did, with, it had gloves on. Yes, of but course. Fucked, I, I would hate to know how many fucking gloves Ugh. you go through one on, one off. Like, yeah. you, Sanitisation is number one. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's the number one priority that you always taught me when I was starting in the funeral industry. Yep. And I, there's no names mentioned, but I remember you saying to me, Please don't ever shake that fuckhead's hand. <laughs> and I said, why? He goes, because there's not one set of gloves goes through his funeral home. <laughs> yes. That's and we're not going to say names, no, but no, yeah, no, no, that's a proper no. tree yarn that yeah. that person does all the body preps, does everything within <laughs> the funeral industry and he does not use a set of gloves. Yeah, that's and right. And yeah. it's a fucking... It's it's just disgusting, yeah. Isn't it? Like, oh, really? like it is, mate. Like you know, you know, back in the day, you know, you you, you had these old school funeral directors, and they, you know, they'd fucking probably eat a sandwich in the fucking mortuary, and then probably sip into a bit of the old alcohol when they were doing embalmings or something. You know, like these old school, <laughs> no, no fucking gloves and all. Yeah, but we're, like, talking, about, but, we're talking about in the fucking fifteen, you yeah, know, like, this like nineteen fifteen. We're they, not talking about in fucking <laughs> the two thousands. Yeah, before they invented penicillin. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, like you just you, when you see those type of people that do that sort of stuff and they do those sort of practices, you just know that. He, you know, these guys are just cutting corners, eh? Like it's just, it's just not professional, and it, it it extends out from that one thing. Like it's the same thing. Like you know, they say when you go and play golf with someone, you get a real, you get the real true person. If they're going to be fucking cheating at golf, they're going to be cheating at business. So you know, like it's like one of those things. Like the same yeah. thing. You see the way that they're doing that profession behind closed doors. I'm sure they're going to be doing it when they're dealing with other people and stuff like that. So you know, it's um, hygiene. 
yeah. sanitization, basic, basic, basic hygiene. hygiene. Yeah, exactly. and, and it's and just a good principle to run by. Exactly right, man. Basic, basic principles of mm. fucking of life, really. Yeah, it is. And, and then that's probably out of everything that COVID's taught us, unfortunately, yeah. and all the shit things that have happened is probably. Bit of basic hygiene, really. Yeah, definitely. But, but in saying that, mate, holy fuck, like there's that many internal wild yarns in the funeral industry that mate, just give us one, bro. Is it drop a proper tree yarn within the funeral industry? Proper tree yarn. Uh, when it comes to that sort of stuff, like when you say, uh, like, not professional, um, like, you know, um, allegedly doing unprofessional practices. Um, there's this, and you can Google it. You just look up current affair. Your current affair usually has something funeral related at least once a month. Uh, but this one in particular was a funeral home in New South Wales, where um, the funeral director uh, that was accused of this was it's just malpractice. Like they, what they were doing was they obviously just couldn't do the job properly. They were they were refusing the family to have a viewing. They couldn't view the loved one. The yep. family brought clothing in for, for a viewing and then they said, no, 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 the viewing has to be closed casket. Um, they uh, had jewellery, expensive jewellery that was supposed to be um, placed on the deceased as well and then the deceased was actually placed into a columbarium, so like an above-ground crypt, like in yeah, that, right. yeah, stored in there, so supposedly uh, embalmed and all that sort of stuff to go with it. Now, the family grew... Like more and more suspicious of it. Like they just thought that something's not right. This is it's not right. So yeah. they commissioned actually themselves to have that body exhumed from the columbarium. And what they found was when they opened the casket that the person who passed away is in there that they had not been dressed. They had not had their jewelry placed in there. They're placed in this awkward position where her hands and everything were actually underneath her head. Um, like pulled fuck. back into a position like this, still in a body bag, like even though in supposedly in this casket. So they'd done no body preparation. They hadn't dressed the deceased and supposedly... All the jewellery. The jewellery was missing. So, you know, like this and, and that sort of stuff these days is just so unprofessional. I'm you saying. know, it's just absolutely disgusting. And like we were saying before, it just puts a... It puts such a stain on the industry and it puts such a... A disdain on everyone in general. Like, so, you know, like, even though that you yourself, you go, you do as much as you can to provide a professional service to these people, the moment the people hear about that stuff, they naturally assume that they associate that with you as well, you know, and it doesn't look good for you. So, because one fuckwit has to go and do something like that. Exactly right. You know, so that's just one example of it. There's also been accusations of coffin swapping, there's been accusations of uh, one person's uh, loved one that was supposed to go to the crematorium, ended up going to a burial site, and then the one that was supposed to be buried went to the crematorium and got cremated. Yeah, right. So, you know, you hear about, and you hear about that quite a lot too. So, unfortunately, you know, these things do happen and it just comes down to just malpractice and just unprofessional circumstances. You know, like it's just, there are things in place. Like there's certain things that you do... uh, from the point that you pick up a deceased person from wherever they pass away, you identify who they are, you make sure you tag them, you make sure you know that this is that person. They're lotted into a mortuary, they're lodged in the mortuary there. At every point of the stage before the service takes place, there is checks that are going to be made. There's 
a checklist. You know, you've got to constantly confirm that this person goes, goes in that coffin, that this coffin is going to that funeral. That, you know, so there's, you know, there's all these standards that are practised that... Um, with, with it, yeah, within a, uh, a funeral home that does everything right. Well, that's it, you know, yeah. and it comes down to it. now. Pro- professional yeah. care of service. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, it's one of those cases where you pay for what you get as well. So some funeral homes aren't the most affordable. Some yeah. are quite expensive. But there's a reason why they are expensive because you're getting that professional service. Well, do you want a Toyota Land Cruiser or do you want a Great Wall? That's exactly right. And that's exactly – that's the easiest way to put it. Is that, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, you can you can get the Great Wall and you can be happy with the Great Wall. The Great yeah. Wall can be a great car. And have no flaws. Yeah, good for a year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You <laughs> so know. Then, but like it's, but you'll never have a Toyota Land Cruiser. Like that's the that's the difference, and yeah. and, and it goes with any industry, not not just that. Like that's a perfect example. I'm saying, and and it's it's literally the case that the uh, poor man pays twice. That's exactly right, and that's what happens. And like we've had people come to us saying yep. that they'd receive a sub professional service, you know, and what was your recommendations on it? I said, well, you shouldn't have gone to them in the first place. Exactly right. You know, and I'm not, I'm not being arrogant. I'm not being a prick. I'm just saying, like, you know, you know well, we're yeah, not. Yeah, well, and, and but at that point, Brian, you can't do any more. No, no, that's right. It's already been done. Because it's it's done. everything's been said and done. Yeah. And, and yeah. if you were engaged in the first place, you could have offered that professional service. Yeah. You could have done everything yeah. correctly. The easiest, the easiest way to work out who's the best person to go to is if contact that funeral home or whoever that, and just find out for your own personal, like find out if they're the ones that cater to everyone else, all right? They're not the ones asking for other favours from other funeral homes. Yeah. Because you'll find that certain funeral homes don't have certain things that they can provide the families that they have to actually outsource that themselves. Yeah. So, you know, a little question is, hey, you know, do you offer your own cremation services? Do you offer these type of vehicles? Do you offer out-of-town services? Do you offer this? Do you offer that? There's all these other little other bit, bits and pieces. Do you work with other funeral homes? Do you provide services for other funeral homes? Oh, yeah. you do, do you? So, well, instead of dealing with them, we'll deal directly with you. Correct. So, you know, there's those little things there. That's probably the best tip I could give someone. Yeah, a little problem. And, yeah. and one of my things I say in life is you only know what you know. That's exactly right. So, and mate, I'll fucking thank you very much, Brozzy, for giving that tip mm. to yeah. to yeah. everyone that's listening to the podcast, mate, because literally there's a lot of people that unfortunately it, before now they don't fucking know Brozzy. Well, like, like, you know. But people look, people don't, people don't, and it's it's not their fault. People, no, of course, mate. And, and you're in grief. That, yeah. Like, like you, you've, you've just lost a loved one. Yes. And you're not naturally thinking straight, or you, and within that time, and that's the worst part, we talk about malpractice and terrible people within that funeral industry is they prey on the weak because they're currently weak at that point That's exactly of right. their loved one yeah. being passed away. Yeah. So they literally, there's so many terrible people in the industry that they're happy. Yeah, that's right. They, they're that happy that you've lost this loved one and you're not thinking straight that they keep clipping the fucking bill along the way. You can take advantage of them. Exactly right, which is so fucking sad. Well, I mean, the other the other tip I could ask is if the other the other funeral homes, are, if they're association-based. So, like, if, um, you know, if they say, oh, you look, are you a member of the Australian Funeral Directors Association? You know, the, these associations have minimum requirements that are required for that funeral home to be a part of that organisation. Yeah. So you know that you're getting a level of professionalism, you're getting a level of standard that's provided to the public. So you know that if they've got that symbol, if they've got that, if they're associated with those people, then it's a pretty good 
pretty good starting point anyway. Yeah. But, you know, look, not saying we're all perfect. Um, no. You know, look, we've had, we've had issues <laughs> over yeah. the years, silly things like, you know, um, <laughs> good mate of mine, he... Uh, who, who worked with us for years? You know, he came in and he just he misread one of the labels, right on on the on the deceased person. Now, yeah, what a lot of people don't understand is when, uh, some people might not know is that when you have allergies, <laughs> that you might have a wrist tag to yeah. say that what you're allergic to. Yeah. So you know, like we were in here, we just one of the boys had just done a transfer. They brought the deceased person in, and they're like, "Oh, Brian," I'm like, "What?" He said, "Come and have a look at this." I'm like, "What's up, mate?" He goes. You would not believe this person's name. And I said, what's the person's name? He goes, fucking morphine seafood. <laughs> I said, what? He goes, yeah, bro. He goes, I oh, shit you not. It's fucking morphine, morphine seafood. seafood. <laughs> well, what was seafood morphine? Well, that's well, like seafood comma morphine. <laughs> wow. I had to politely remind him. I said, mate, that's the allergy tag. <laughs> His name tag. <laughs> yeah, just the way that he said. Oh, God bless him. And, and like we were saying before about like um, uh, respect and jewellery and um, yes, I, I still remain, remember one of one of the big job I did. Your brother and I, we went out to uh, we went to a job south. Um, What's fifty k's out of Rocky Rose? Oh, like Raglan. Yeah, near, it was pretty much near, near Raglan. Raglan. Yeah. Near, near Raglan. So we were at a crash at Raglan anyway. So unfortunately, there was a. Um, a lady that had a fight with her husband, she told her husband to pull the car over. So the car's pulled over and she jumped out and she tried to jump out in front of a truck. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Her husband's grabbed her and pulled her back. She slipped him and the next car came along was actually going to a funeral uh, with her husband and uh, a couple of young kids and she's jumped in front of the car and and she's, she's died. Yeah. So... Um, your brother and I got called out to the situation. We've had to pick up a heap of body parts from different parts of the road. Anyway, yeah. that was, that's unfortunately, it's a part, part and parcel job. Yeah. Everything's sweet. So we get back to the hospital and um, there's the families there mm. at the hospital and they're saying to us, um, we know what jewellery she had on you. you know, we know what she's fucking got. We know how much money she's got in her pockets. We, we know... Don't you dare try to steal from us. And we're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, of course. And, like, that was a that was a big kickback for me, Brosie, the fact that, like, like you've just lost your mum, Yanni, whatever mm. this person is to you, and you've come to the hospital to abuse the funeral directors to say that they are stealing from Valuables. you. Valuables. Like, Valuables yeah. off that person. Yeah. That, like, you're not grieving for the person. No. You're worried about what that person yeah. has on them with, yeah. with any amount of value. Like, And I, that was the, one of the only times I've ever actually been fucking stunned well, by the funeral industry, bro. And, and it fucking blew me away, man. Like, yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, well, I'm just put this lady in this uh, body bag and done the best thing I can do. And mm. I just said to, to the morgue and... And you're here accusing me of stealing? Like, for fuck's sake, like, 
I'm mm. just doing my job, you know. Like, of course, man. Unfortunately, it's one of those situations where the funeral industry does bring the worst out in people, and we see it all the time. And death does bring out the worst. And unfortunately, majority of the time, it is because of financial circumstances. It's because the person has passed away, is leaving money behind. It's got estates. You got all these bits and pieces involved. And you know it's going to be rough as soon as they start bringing that out straight away. We've had people who've passed away and literally that day they've been asking for copies of the death certificate because they want to go down to the bloody solicitors to drag out the wheel. Like, I'm li- I'm, I shit you not. Like, this person's literally stopped breathing probably two hours earlier and they're already asking for a copy of the cause of death certificate so they can go down, the, go down to the solicitor and start sorting out the will. And like it's it's just absolutely, oh, it's disgusting. It is yeah, disgusting. It, 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 it is fucking right. is disgusting, mate. Yeah, the president yeah. even, <laughs> the president they, literally hasn't even laid in their coffin yet, and they're chasing after their bloody will. Yeah, fucking hell. So you know that's unfortunate that that's uh, how it is, and we, you know, we see that time and time again. You know, and it, it is it is one of those sad things. But um, you know, but but in saying that, with every you know. Every shit thing, there is some good things too and you do get those uh, services where, you know, the person's lived a full life, it's been a great experience, the, the service was brilliant, the, the people have come across and uh, they've lived, uh, celebrated this person's life, has been an absolutely beautiful experience. Yeah. So, you know, it's not... It's like not any, any job, yeah, bro. It's any job. Flip, flip, times, flip sides, times, yeah, yeah, of the whole thing. 100%, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.